0: Julia Logan, and this is SEO in 2023 additional insights.
1: Julia, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023?
0: My additional insight, and that should really be like Ground insight, baseline insight for everybody is use your brain, whatever tools you are using. Any tool is only as good as the person using it and how they're using it. And basically any tool is useless without the proper brain and proper thinking about all the possible uses of that tool and how this tool applies to your particular situation, your particular needs, How does this to answer your particular questions? What questions you should even be asking about your particular situation? I mean, if we look at the SEO, there is so much happening. Basically, it's like you have one vertical that has completely, completely specific vertical problems of its own. And if you just read a bunch of articles about some general you know, ideas of what's happening and so on. It might not apply to your vertical at all. So basically, uh, the idea is every site is unique and every SEO's problems are pretty unique and nobody is building a tool unless you're building it yourself to address your unique problems. So basically, we've got all the commercially available tools and then it's up to you to use your brain and see how this particular tool can solve your problems and what you really should do and how you should tweak the output of that tool to really address your issues. So a while ago I did a thread on Twitter based on actually Majestic, and there I was talking about Majestic typically being seen as this link profile information tool, but Not many people probably know or pay attention to the fact that you could also use Majestic with certain filters and reports and certain views to diagnose some on-site issues of the site that you are investigating. And basically, this is just one example. There's plenty of stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure with any tool, there's there's plenty of stuff. If you really dig into the tool and how you can use it and how you can adjust it, everybody's talking about AI these days. For example, ChatGPT being the total, total winner with a million users signing up in just the first few days of its existence, of its public release, and there is this huge discussion going on between the SEOs on all sorts of social platforms about whether or not ChatGPT should be used for SEO purposes, whether or not it should be used for this or that, or creating your content, or doing your keyword research, or something else. What I say to that is use your brain. Nobody's going to teach you how to do something with any tool specifically for your own problem, unless you hire some some high-level consultant who is very proficient at this particular tool and pay them specifically to spend the time looking into your business and adjusting their recommendations to your particular business and your particular use case. But basically, I'll give you just one example. So I went to a conference a couple months ago, and then after that, I had to do a bunch of follow-up emails, I it was early in the morning, and I wasn't feeling particularly creative, so I just fired up ChatGPT, gave it all the necessary inputs regarding the context of the follow-up emails that I had to send. Basically, I described it something like the prompt was along the lines of, I need to create a follow-up email after conference X to address this and this issue, to remind people about that and that, and something along those lines. And then what I had as an output was excellent. I then needed to tweak it a little bit to personalize it for every person I'm sending this to. And I had to Enter the details of probably how we met and what we were talking about when we met and what's the context and why I'm sending them this information. But it came out perfect.
1: So how do you actually ensure that you're maximising your use of each tool? Because, I mean, you talk about obviously using your brain and, and thinking about, I guess, how each tool is relevant to your own situation and uh, fits into your own strategy. But I think there are a lot of SEOs out there that probably have access to tens of tools and are probably guilty of, of hardly maximising um, the, the use of each tool at all. So how do you really ensure that um, you, 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 you rinse, you, you, you take the, the, the maximum output from every single tool that you're using?
0: If you have tens of tools, it's about whatever budget you have available for those tools. We are just ju- just a small boutique agency. We don't have a lot of budget, but we make the most out of the budget that we have, and we have a certain selection of tools we are most comfortable with. Basically, if you have tens of tools, maybe look at them and see what it is that they are really giving you. Maybe... Just estimate the value that they are bringing you. And if you're not sure about the value some tool is bringing you, maybe look at it a bit deeper and see if it can actually give you something that you actually need. You might not even be aware of something that you need until you start looking and see that it gives you this something and you had no idea. Like, for example, one of my favorite tools is Mm Sistrex. Did you know that SysTrix is the only tool out of those I ever used and am aware of that gives you the list of duplicate files with the same image? So, like, you have the same image, different URLs for that image used across the site.
1: Okay, so it's across your site. It's not crawling the web and finding the same image image in different sites. It's just looking at your own site. No, just,
0: just on one site. Basically, helping you be more efficient with your site cache, probably saving you a few milliseconds of loading time. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you already have this image loaded on this page, and then the user goes to the next page, and they don't have to load that image again, but it's already cached in their browser, then every little helps. And... That's the only tool I really know. I mean, I, I did come up with sort of a similar methods using Screaming Frog just by looking at the image sizes and then figuring out. But, but, but that requires either pulling them up in HTML with Screaming Frog or just checking them manually to confirm that they are really the same image with different file names. But Sistrix is the only tool that actually gives you that as a ready-made report.
1: How did you go about discovering that? Because uh, it can take, I guess, one SEO a long time to figure that out, and some people might know that that exists. Do you have a favourite community conference to go to to find out things like that?
0: Not really. It's it's actually something that I would normally describe as, you know, my drawback, sort of. I'm very much into chasing shiny squirrels. If you know Most what I Most
1: SEOs mean. are, aren't they? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So basically I'm doing whatever I'm doing and then I see something that sparks my interest and then I, I feel like I have to dig into it. But once you dig into it once, you already know it. So I guess it's still helpful, even though it's it's kind of distracting.
1: I'm just wondering if there's an efficient way for teams of SEOs to to, to pass on that kind of information? And if there's some kind of central repository of information in terms of what each individual tool can do and what tool is recommended as the optimum tool for each individual task?
0: I think the best way, really, is to get the people inside the team talking to each other because you could have some central repository. I have a small team. I basically have a team of a few people we are just talking on Skype. We have a group chat on Skype, and that's that's how we are doing this. We are just talking on Skype. If I really discover something really important, then I think that my team should really know about this. I might do a team call and just share my screen and show them that thing that I think they all need to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe after that, we'll make a note somewhere that's accessible to everyone. And basically, that way we do have the repository. But if you just put stuff into the repository, nobody's going to check it. Because let's face it, people usually have their own tasks. People are busy doing whatever they are doing in their everyday job. Unless you really have some sort of incentive, unless you really know that something exists in that repository that's going to save you time right now, and solve your current issue that you're working on, you're not going to go there. So it's really helpful to just get people talking to each other, sharing the information. I mean, it could be as little as a one line message in group chat. And then everybody is aware. And if people have more questions, then you could talk more about that. And then you just say, I'm adding a note to here and here where everybody could. Uh, get access to it whenever you need something for your reference. But basically, that's how we do it. If my team members discover something that they think would be of interest to everybody else, they do the same.
1: And and do you have um, a formalized way of revisiting what you found? Because obviously tools get updated, new features get added, some aren't as effective as they used to be. Um, So maybe do you have um, a procedure where once a year, for example, you go back to that tool and just check to see that that functionality still exists and perhaps if there's something better out there nowadays?
0: Yeah, I can't really think of something because typically what we discover is what we use on a daily basis. So I don't really think there is a need to revisit Because if something changes, we will see it right away and then we will adjust accordingly.
1: So it's like just-in-time learning, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we talk about teams with tens of tools, hundreds of people, much more information flowing about, then perhaps they should have some sort of R&D sub-team or something like that. And perhaps they should have some sort of R&D budget, something I dream of having in my company. And we do, we do a certain amount of R&D. We can't not to. We can't afford not to. Because we are doing some pretty cutting-edge stuff. We are working with clients in top competitive verticals. We need to know what's going on right now, right there. So R&D is integral part of what we are doing. But we don't really have a separate R&D budget or something like that, or a separate R&D person or team or whatever. But for larger organizations, I would say that's a must.
1: Well, you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023?
0: Chasing the shiny terms. I would say.
1: Shiny terms as in, as in short tail keyword phrases?
0: What I mean is more like you hear everybody talking about, let's say, NFT. So you just go and implement it just to check some sort of checkbox. If you don't really have a reason to do it within your context, within your company, within your brand, within your organization, then don't waste the time on it. It's not worth it unless that's part of R&D process. But then again, it really depends. I mean, certain things you would understand right away, whether or not it's relevant to you. So first, think of whether or not it's relevant to you. If is keep talking about this, if everybody's buzzing about it, if it's a buzz term, don't chase the buzz terms just for the sake of chasing buzz terms. If it doesn't work if you don't see how it can work for you. If you don't see how it can add value to whatever you're doing, just don't do it.
1: Julia Logan is the CEO at Zangoose Digital and you can find her over at zangoose.digital. Julia, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. Thank Thank you. I've been your host David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 additional insights a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at SEOin2023.com.